So when we returned from Comic-Con this year, we decided we wanted to do a really big review show. So we called up some of our friends that have been going to Comic-Con for years and years and uh, asked them to join us on the show. The only problem was that when we got talking, we ended up running doing a, like a three-hour show. So what we've decided to do is we're going to break it up into two episodes. So episode 52 is going to be the first half of our Comic-Con experience, and then 53 will pick up the rest of the shit. So yeah, strap yourself in and check them out. Nerds. 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 Nerds! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? What's up, nerds? Welcome to the 52nd episode of Nerdables. This week, we finally wrap up the experience that was San Diego Comic Con. Our motley crew is here. Mike, Ethan, Ari Rain, and myself. This week, Travis is out because he didn't go to Comic-Con. He's also and got Calust a wedding. is filling in for him. We also have two special guests on loan from ComicImpact.com. We have Sebastian joining us. And YouTube channel Robot On, Robot Off Star, Robot Robert Jagnabbit uh, <laughs> also joins us. Jagnabbit? Jagnabbit. The children in the room. I don't think we've ever made it through an intro, whether it's myself or somebody else doing it. I think we? I've done one. You've done like two or three. Where, we, where we didn't through, screw up it? Where we didn't like totally screw it up uh it's worth pointing out start robert is asian <laughs> wait you, we did are the you whole, okay with that shut up we did no, the whole thing with, no i'm not racist we already covered this i'm a racialist no i'm not anything robert was wondering if the r what was it the r in r.a rain stood for <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well, we have racist anglo-saxon i think was it <laughs> Wow, no. Was that one? I know, get him. Get him, Amelia. Get him. I, I don't think Amelia's really worried about it right now. I think she has to go to the bathroom. I think she already went. So anyways. Oh, yeah. You do a shot every time you do that. I don't, that's what that was. Alcohol poison. No, I actually got an email at one point that somebody said that, and this is how we knew we had some listeners, that they <laughs> they would do a shot every time I said so anyways. That is there you go. You're supporting alcoholism. <laughs> that is a sad person. You are who's not only listening to our podcast but drinking right. while they're doing it. Going away. I just got away from do so anyways. Hand, I yeah, I think so. So anyways. So anyways. <laughs> um, so everyone I just mentioned went to Comic Con this year. Yep. Uh, Robert, you only were able to make it for a day, but the rest of us were all there for the four and a half day experience. Um, Mike and I have been there since 2002. Rich, you said this is your fourth year Fifth doing year. all four days? Fourth year, all four days. All four days. Seven, uh, six year total. Six years. Five years straight. Sebastian, you've been there since 2007, yep. all four days. Calusa, this is your second four-day one yeah, with second. a year in between, right? Year in between and third overall. All right. And then, Ethan, this is your first crazy four-and-a-half-day experience. You, you came down a couple of days before. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with Sebastian. We're gonna start with a guess. Right. We're just looking for like our our like kind of general experience. Then we'll get into some of the. Uh, you can hold the mic. It's not gonna bite you. Yeah, it might. I don't know where these uh, mics some have, of this question. I don't know where these mics have been. Um, so yeah, just like like your general experience. Is there anything different from this year? You were taking photos this year for Comic Impact and yourself, right? For myself and for Comic Impact. Um, biggest thing I would say the. Uh, in their promotional material, like, it's like a campus feel. It's in many different hotels, and I would uh, not agree with that, but I would agree, or at least I enjoyed the fact that 
because it was so spread out, the convention floor felt uh, a lot easier to navigate. That was the biggest thing, especially the past few years. They've been having a lot of trouble with traffic, and still areas like the marble booth are huge problems. But for the most part, so you didn't go by the marble booth. <laughs> no, no, I stayed on the outer rim of the marble booth the entire way. I went once to try and get a poster and did not have fun. So I kept somehow orbiting the marble booth every time, and I don't know it's, how. It's like the biggest booth. Somehow you can't, you can't miss it. It's okay, Saturday doesn't count because no, Saturday Saturday, Saturday doesn't count. But you're still around the marble booth a lot. Not as much as my friend Brandon. Brandon, every time I texted Brandon, where are you? I'm by the Marvel booth. Why? I'll go get some posters. <laughs> I only ended up getting one of them. I got the Scarlet Witch poster. But I didn't get any. This is pretty cool. I okay. want... Just wait for them six months from now on eBay for 10 bucks. Yeah. Well, after the heat's died down. Putting them all together would be cool, but I don't know where I would actually put them all together. Because they're 11 by 17s. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, do you want individual frames, or are you going to get like a poster board and tape them? The back of that. We can make a custom frame for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that wouldn't cost you a shitload of money. It, I hey, if you're gonna get it. exclusive posters like that, you might as well. I, I think it'd be cool to do them in individuals and just put them like maybe just to leave a little bit of a space. Really free. That, uh, right. No, they were free. They were free. Oh, well, they're you free. Cut. I mean, you can do your own like decoupage crap of yeah. like, your own Avengers. So. So it's back to Sebastian. We get off topic a lot. No, here. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, easy to navigate this year, at least my experience. Uh, Especially, I'm pretty short, so I get clobbered in the face a lot by <laughs> poster tubes and backpacks. Uh, this year... Uh, but it worked out for you in the photography thing, because you got, like, you just see Sebastian like a effing oh, ninja. I it was like, I turned around at one point on Sunday, and I was like, where'd he go? And he's like in front of somebody taking pictures. I don't even know how he got Well, there. at the uh, Her Universe the Her Universe pageant. Pageant. He got himself yeah. into, the, uh, into press row, so that was impressive. Yeah. That it, was pretty it, awesome. There are some advantages to not being noticed and being able to <laughs> dive between people's legs for the photographs. So. Yeah. Good. So what kind of panels do you usually do? Um, or did you do? I tend to stick to some of the smaller panels. I don't try and make Hall H because that's, that stuff just gets on the internet really fast. I try and do the intimate panels. Um, did the Jim Steranko panel this year. I try and do like the Cartoon Voices panel. Uh, we did uh, uh, the Pros versus Fans uh, Trivia Challenge, which was really, really cool. Uh, we also did the... Uh, it's a... It's like a, I believe it's like the quick draw panel, and it was uh, Scott Shaw and uh, Floyd Norman from Walt Disney Animation, and it's basically like playing Pictionary with the crowd, where they'll get a topic, uh, like a secret topic, and they have to draw it for us. Wait, wait, wait! We've no, lost Chris and Mikey going, here. Just keep going. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably get in trouble. Is this the uh, quick? Is this because of the quick draw comment? Hey, don't no. worry about it. Don't, just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Continue, Sebastian. <laughs> so I try to stick to that. Just try and stick to. The more intimate stuff, where it's you know, it may not be, it may not get the big news, but at least you're gonna get something really, really fun. And the panel with Tim Strangle was amazing. He told his story about how he, uh, how he slapped Bob Kane uh, at one of the Comic Cons, and it's an amazing <laughs> story the way he tells it. But uh, uh, to paraphrase, basically, is it when he did the history of comics? The book had just come out. He went to Comic Con and he got. Uh, he got uh, stopped by somebody who said, hey, Bob Kane wants to meet you. So he was taken over, and he saw, you know, he saw this huge posse, and uh, he saw a man in an ascot and patent leather shoes, and it ended up being Bob Kane. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, I'm Jim Steranko. He's like, I know who you are. And they, all, they all fade into this elevator. It sounds almost like uh, one of Charlie Murphy's stories about Prince. Yeah. And this posse, as they sink into this elevator to disappear... Uh, Bob Kane pats him on the chin, you know, mafia silences, you know, I'll catch you later, Jim, baby. 
and he talks about going home and seething through the night and just recalling every horror story about Bob Kane ever told to him, which he all left out of the book, just you know, as a you know, as to, to try and make it as neutral as possible. All these stories out, and then he's like, you know what? No, I'm not going to tolerate this from this guy. So the next day, he tracked him down and said, "Hey, remember me?" and slapped him across the face in the middle of his posse, and then said, "I'll catch you later, Bob, baby." And That'd be a cool story to have in the book, though. It, 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 it wouldn't be a cool story to have in the book, or at least, you know, for him later on as a retrospective, but that just, to me, just him talking about his time with Marvel Comics and him with Stanley was absolutely great to hear. And that sounds like a mob story. It does sound like a mob story. <laughs> it totally sounds like a bunch of goombas. He, he, the way he described the posse of Bob Kane, it sounded like a bunch of goombas uh, together. But no, I mean, come on, this guy is Nick Fury in real life. Yeah. He was dr- art director for an ad agency. He was in a rock band, magician, escape artist. Just absolutely amazing life. So, so as an update, did he get Shauna pregnant just by shaking her hand? Uh, no, no, okay. it has not taken. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't taken? It hasn't taken. <laughs> that was uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, that, no, that was... I shook Shauna. <laughs> Shauna, our friend who went and her Facebook post was, uh, I shook... What was I? I shook... I shook... Uh, Jim Strinko's hand. I do, I do believe I'm pregnant. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. Oh, we should do that t-shirt next year. Oh, we now, wear that t-shirt now next that you year. said it, though. That's awesome. Yeah, now that you said it, everybody's going to do it. Trademark patent. If you're wearing that. it, you heard it here Somebody first. Somebody that. Okay, Kay, you're second of three Comic-Cons. Well, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're, you're not into the like hardcore comic book culture, but you're obviously... A fan of the pop culture expert. I mean, you read some of the comics there. So your San Diego experience probably different than the rest of us because there's probably different things that you'd be you'd be yeah, into. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when when I'm going to San Diego, it's it's not a matter of, you know, being the con being like, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do all these things. You know, it's obviously first and foremost, it's a vacation for me. So I'm treating it like that. And that doesn't mean I'm trying not going to see all the things I'd like to. I just have tried to plan it out as best as I can. It's a central and part of it, but it's not just it's not just the only thing. Like with most of us, it's ninety percent of what we're doing. So. Exactly, because I mean, San Diego is a beautiful city, absolutely beautiful. So you know, if you get a chance to, you get to just walk around there outside of the insanity that could be the convention center area and Gaslamp. Oh, it's great. But I used to vacation in San Diego all the time, and now when I go, it's just it's weird. <laughs> no, right? You walk by the conventions there, like, where the hell is everybody? Yeah, there should be people here. Expecting that. Yeah. That happened to me, too, when I went, like, about a month ago. I went to San Diego. I'm saying, wait a second, there's only a couple people here, a couple people there. I'm expecting, like, 100,000 just swarming everywhere, <laughs> you know? But you I remember, this is that spot where the guy got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. And right here, the Twilight Cove got ran over. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved it, though. Oh, oh wow! Jeez, look, we are a terrible I, podcast. I, did I spent the last podcast doing a, a terrible Indian voice and calling Rich a racist, <laughs> and I'm telling you that's too far. Wow, Ethan, right. do we have a All line right. that's too far, or, or was that it? Yes, I, the one I will take that killed. back. I will, I will take that back. I think that's, hard. Yeah. This is why you don't talk. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> The one it's time you want me bit, to yeah. talk, and this is what happened, see? Oh, is this yeah. because she was a Twilight fan or just because she was a chick that was there? No, because she was a Twilight fan. Okay. You have that so much hatred towards Twilight? I do. Why? Because it's Twilight. How does it, how does it affect you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. He, it's it's because he can't sparkle like they do. That's he's exactly always been it. jealous. Yes. He, he's jealous of what's his name's abs. It sparkles, right? 
I, I don't know. So. Did you bedazzle it I've this time? No. Luchador, though, so well, no. He, uh, does, yeah, he's got like rhinestones on it. That's whatever. Stephanie Meyer's next book. The rhinestone luchador. The rhinestone. I love it. <laughs> rhinestone <laughs> luchador. So, but you did get to see a, a bunch of wrestling stuff this year, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big wrestling fan, so I saw a lot of that stuff. Did you get um, to meet Nacho Man? He yes. Was down there. Uh, I met the Nacho Man and all of his. Um, we'll, we'll get to that one. Round splendor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like my whole experience, it's since I haven't gone as frequently as as others have. It's more about once you get there, kind of planning, then replanning and readjusting to what you need to do. Like, you know, you always have a great plan in place at first, but then things just go haywire. Like, you say, oh, I'm going to go to three or four different panels I want to go to. Yeah, that goes out the window very quick once you see when it's happening, where it's happening, and what is happening before those that panel happens. Like... Um, what was it? I wanted to go see the Mike Tyson one because, well, it's Mike Tyson. You're giving him an open microphone. Sure, I'll go and watch that. So I go to see that, and it's blocked in between Adventure Time and all the other Cartoon Network Adult Swim shows. So after a two-hour wait outside the Indigo Ballroom, I finally get in there. Yeah, all those other panels I wanted to go to, like, for example, I'm a big video game guy. I want to see the... Assassin's Creed Unity one. There was like some Capcom ones going on too. Yeah, that was not happening. I think it's kind of if you if you're going to go to the Indigo Room, Ballroom Twenty, or Hall H, it's over. that it's you it's might as well that that's your whole day. Yeah. Well, the Indigo is the new one to join that though. Indigo didn't have yeah. that right. kind of reputation. Yeah. Before. That was the thing. I had the, no idea the, about it. Yeah, some of the Cartoon Network stuff. I always thought would be really busy, but mm-hmm. like I've walked into a Venture Brothers panel halfway through, and it. There's still room in it, but that was, of course, a couple of years ago, and I don't think it's going to happen now. Was he on the way? No, I think his battery is low. Dying. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you know, the, the fact of learning that you have to go to panels early and sitting in on other panels just so you have a decent seat at the one you want to be at, it's become beneficial because I sat on a few things that were very interesting, actually. Like I was sitting in for the Tyson one, I sat in on um, the, the Triumph uh, sitcom that's going to come out. And just the which he, one? I'm sorry. Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. He's oh my god, that's comic. amazing! I didn't know that. Yeah. So just sitting in on that and hearing him riff on the whole crowd, <sighs> and watching like one of the excerpts <laughs> from uh, you know one of his uh, you know tirades that he did. Oh, it was it made it worth it right there? You know, then sitting in on Rick and Morty afterwards, which I didn't know much about, but just watching the clips they showed was incredible. I mean, I'm, they made me a fan right there. And all that, and also seeing uh, Dan Harmon dressed up like Hawkman. That was an interesting. <laughs> that was an experience on its own. Well, that's what they did. They they moved all of the Cartoon Network and like Nerdist and all that stuff to specific rooms now. Right. That they're all in the Indio room and which yeah. over at the Hilton. And well, there's only just this only so much room that you have within the con as you have more and more panels that you're trying to do that right. are huge with these media outlets. It's just insane. I do appreciate the the segregation of the panel. So, like, all the Cartoon Network stuff was all based. You know who together. else appreciates segregation? Oh, oh God, stop with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shame on you, Rick. Holy shit, man. Reese's. Did you take the railroads? <laughs> San Diego? That's my ancestors right there. <laughs> no, but every time I go past the uh, nuclear power plant, I have to put in boobs every time. Boobs. Except to beat you to Coming it. Coming and going. Uh, 
That's so just because you, you're an immature 14-year-old. Boobs. Exactly. <laughs> racist immature 14-year-old. Oh, yeah. shit. Shut up. I want. I want to see. I want to prove my theory that uh, anything that gets on the internet can just explode. <laughs> that's great. That's the back. one thing that will explode. Yeah, that's that the one, one, that's one, one thing. This for. is gonna blow me. Hey, it's that racist guy from the podcast. <laughs> and it's like I've never. Seen yeah. I'm gonna get Comic Con next year, and there's gonna be a black Captain America. He's gonna walk up and punch me and go, "You're that guy that's on that podcast. That's a. You're a racist." It's gonna go to the the KKK. Can you con. tell me when that happens so I can record it? <laughs> get it on the yeah. At least yeah, get it on the show. Of all work. the things that I try to do, that's the one thing that's gonna go viral. Thanks, yes. I appreciate it. That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Soon there'll be re-edited clips from the podcast making you say horribly and someone's gonna do an autotune song. Even about it too. Let's let's re- let's recut all of the podcasts <laughs> to make Rich sound horrible. <laughs> Wait, we can we can employ the Gregory Brothers to do that easily. Wow. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh huh. That's what I need. They'll put slogans on T-shirts. <laughs> What is this now? There's Uh-oh. gonna be another comic coming up. I'm waiting for the burst of laughter. There, there's, yeah, I know, I know it's coming. Mikey's showing Chris something on a beer bottle. What the hell is this? Creamy mouth hole. What? Yeah. Creamy <laughs> mouth hole. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Wait. Uh, wait. What, what are you doing? That kind of. What are you <laughs> drinking? There, okay, Mikey? so Mikey is drinking. Let, let's. Yeah, black butt porter <laughs> from Bend, Oregon. Yes. And the side of it says, "An opening volley. This pioneering dark ale signaled, signaled, Deschutes." Renegade intentions. It's creamy mouthfeel. <laughs> complex mouth layers. Full. No, it's mouthfeel. It's oh. double E. Oh. Mouthfeel, complex layers, hop edge, and chocolate finish personify passion oh, forward brewing. I don't wow. Drink any no, no, no mouthfeel is strong. No, mouthfeel is strong. Yeah, what yeah. You, that's what did, strong. What did any of that say? It basically <laughs> said that we brew beer that's really expensive. Please drink so, me. Yeah. It says if you're reading this, you have way too much time on your hand. <laughs> if you can read this, you're not drunk. What's Drink Duff responsibly. So, Clust, was there anything that you saw that you didn't expect to see? Because I know you got to go into Cup of Joe, which I know half of us didn't get to. Yeah, I sat on a Cup of Joe with uh, Mikey over there. And um, I, I saw what you guys have always been talking about, how stupid some of the <laughs> questions are that are being asked. <laughs> when is the little soldier going to come out on video and can you get me a coffee? There was only like two or three of those Captain questions. America, he says most of that was, And there can was a publishing that? question or a distribution. Exactly. Letter. Were most of the questions about what's coming up in the books because they don't want to read them? The, really there were a few, yeah. A lot of the questions, though, because they ran through a lot. They did, like, but the there, were, good, there were a few about them because, remember, they kept looking at each other like, oh, can we talk Amen. about this? Can we talk about that? You know? But for the most part, it was just idiotic, really. Captain America gets red different sound. Because his jaw was broken or one. Oh, they're the worst. Those panels are... I understood why people leave after they give their initial presentation and people start asking questions. Yeah, it's not to get to other panels. No, they have better it's, things it's to do. It's to avoid honestly. running up to the microphone and strangling someone until their eyes pop out. But yeah. Cup of Joe is also, it's, since it's more free-flowing, you get some of well, the that's all dumber questions. That's, I mean, that's what the three, three quarters of his panel was questions. He's, right. His is usually, hey, Marvel's great. And then that was like the end of it. Like a couple of years ago, that's where they announced the, the Miracle Man slash Marvel Man acquisition. Yeah. And that was the only thing he said. He's like, look, we have this. 
don't ask me about the Alan Moore stuff because I don't know when we're going to print it. Go. And, and well, then, they, they showed two clips from the the cartoons that were coming out for you know for Disney, and then it was all questions. Yeah. So, was the Cup of Joe panel the one where they announced the the new Star Wars books? Yep. Okay. All three. Yeah, also, they they showed those three posters too with it. Yeah. Yeah, the lithos that were given out at the Marvel booth, mm-hmm. but that's Damn where because they had mentioned, oh, Jason Aaron's off somewhere else, but he popped right out from the curtain, so he was there to discuss. They lied. So <laughs> he's not here. Oh wait, hi. Yeah. The, the one cool thing was when um they brought on uh, that one cosplayer, the the one dressed up like the Spider Minion, and oh, um, he yeah. sat down with um, oh god, what was he it? sat down with Slot. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Slot's awesome. Slot's hilarious. He's still isn't he doing uh, Scarlet Spiders now, or is he just uh, going to stay with Amazing? He's amazing. He's because uh, he's I doing. I know he's doing some of the Spider Verse. Yeah. So, Rich, your experience would be different this year. Saturday, you dressed up as the Winter Soldier. First time cosplaying. That was that was unusual, especially doing the uh, the Marvel uh, co- uh, costume contest at night. A little warm in that costume, wasn't it? Dude, I was so sweating. I'm so glad I didn't go spend the whole day in the costume because I would have been dead. You did you did like half a day, right? I did half day. We okay. did what we did was Arabella did the first half of the day in her costume and then I did mine. You guys, remember when you when we all used to see um the um the wear soldier and I dressed up as the wear soldier for Comic Con and um and it it was fantastic, but he he did like perfect. But um, they couldn't done with it. Um, they couldn't fold in an extra scene when um Bucky comes in and tries to kill Captain America. <laughs> Thank you, baby. That was Arabella wanting to be on the podcast since everybody else is here. Who's in costume? Uh, she well, she did a costume from Monster High on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, it was cool because she got to meet the creator of her of the character she dressed up as, and they took pictures and everything. They were hanging around the Mattel booth the entire weekend, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she went to the panel, and then after the panel, they like mobbed her like paparazzi trying to take pictures with her. It was pretty cool. And then we went down to the actual booth, and she got interviewed by... Uh, I think they were doing something for their website, and they wanted to interview her since she was in such a uh, cool costume. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Did her tail thing get, ever get stepped on? Or no, it did not. And it stayed on the whole time. She It was actually, yeah. it did really well to do the whole tail fit and stayed with it. That's cool. So your, your experience in the costume walk on the floor? If you're going to dress in cosplay, you're not going to be able to do any shopping or anything. Yeah, that's been known for a while. That's yeah. Sure I mean, you, you might as well, don't even take a bag. Don't, you know. Well, I think if you're, if you're cosplaying as a character that's so, like, popular... You can think of that. I got I I literally got stopped every twenty steps to take a picture. But that's also because you were hanging out by Marvel and Sideshow. No, wherever he was, because we was with him later when we were in the foyer, and he got stopped. uh, You got you got stopped like two three times. We were trying to leave the damn building. But just as a side, because you, Ethan, dressed up as Nacho Man, everyone thinking you were Macho Man. That's true. And I spent the first half of the day with you walking the floor. And that was my first experience around anyone who was cosplaying, mm. and it was, it was weird to walk by and hear people like behind you go, "Oh, check it out, it's Macho Man! Oh, check it out, it's Macho! Oh, dude, check it out!" <laughs> and a lot of people walking by, going, "Oh yeah!" Just, just out of the, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. it was, it was. And an then interesting the one experience. drunk guy that always like I always ran into for some reason, like he was just around every corner that I was, and it's just like, 
Nacho man here. Well, you know, they kind of the gravitate towards you. <laughs> right? Yeah, they move towards you. Then I turned the corner and then he was there again. Nacho man, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you were crap. even getting stopped when you were on That probably was the real Nacho man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was. We, we went to we went through gas lamp that night to go to dinner, so you got stopped over and over again. So, they said you you have to do an actual Macho Man with the crazy colors next year. That might be that might be I next think year. That would be cool. I think I think you should have done you the one that spandex. I saw with the actual you know the wrestling short tights like the the speed. Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody <laughs> wants to see that. There's there's public decency laws against that. We yeah. can't do that. Please. Nobody wants. Oh to no, see we that. were. No, all, I mean, we I mean it was it was a s- somewhat simple costume. Yeah. But you know you get the hat and the shades. It's, and it's that pretty iconic. much sells it. It doesn't matter if you're into wrestling right. or not. It's like Hogan. It's iconic. You mm. see it, you know exactly what it is. That was that was amazing to me because like not being a wrestling fan, I mean, I kind of knew who he was, and I, I guess I, knew, I don't know if I would ever walk by that from the front. Like he had the Ethan had the Nacho Man on the jacket in the back, but people from the front just seeing the shades and the hat, yeah, knew mm-hmm. who he was. You know, well, riffing. I was also saying the jacket with the tassels and everything. That's part yeah, of. Yeah. So that was that, well, that what was, I was like, that was weird about. for me because uh, there's that's the type of thing that I wouldn't necessarily see and go. I know what that is. Mm-hmm. See, I saw two or three Macho Man cosplayers, and then I saw one of the T-shirts that is a, a Macho Man T-shirt. I saw probably about twenty or thirty different people wearing mm-hmm. it. So I was surprised that there was such a presence for you know a wrestler. Well, like we mentioned on the show before. Comic Con. Sometimes there's we. If you're not a part of that fan base, you underestimate that fan base. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I always said, I always underestimated the Nickelodeon fan base until you walk by a panel, forty, <laughs> you know, an hour and a half before it starts, and the lines capped because they're waiting for, you know, Clarissa explains it all or some crap like that. <laughs> Shows how much Nickelodeon I watch. Um, <laughs> there's no one there at that panel anymore. It's okay. You're, I'd go to you're only panel. drawing back from like 20 years ago. Exactly. Melissa Joan Hart's the only one at that panel, right? <laughs> no, she's got her new show with her and Joey Lawrence. But no, here's, the, here's the thing. When it comes to Macho Man, it's also taken a little bit of the, the hipster crowd as well because mm-hmm. of the shirts that he wear that you know that he wore back in the day, it's become popular again. So when they wear that, the facial hair, the beard, everything that comes along with it, it's appealed to that crowd a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's become more of a cultural icon than anything else. Like when it comes to um, Andre the Giant, because of the Obey um, campaign that, that happened a long time ago, he's gotten traction with that as well. I mean, both these guys, unfortunately, they're not with us anymore. But I'd say in a broader sense of culture, they're more popular now than they were back when they were alive and, you know, making all their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, I tell you. People slapping Obey stickers on. Oh, of course. Yeah, anywhere. So I didn't even know that's what that was what that was from. I yeah. thought that was a skate thing. Cosplaying at Comic-Con is a whole different feeling. I mean, it, you you get to look at con a completely different way once you're done with it. Any sexual harassment to report? I no. did get my ass grabbed a couple they're all, times. They're all dudes. That was by yourself. No, but I there you wouldn't believe how many black widows I took pictures with. Yeah, especially ones that are very critical of your There was, yeah, and her she wasn't <laughs> I don't know what the hell that chick's problem was. I didn't hear the story. What is well, the story? No, because wait, I was at the sideshow. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, so, so what, what is the story? I didn't hear the story. I was at the sideshow because they asked me to come back when I was cosplaying uh, to take some pictures and stuff. And there was a chick there that was a black widow, you know, dressed as black widow. And she was somewhat attractive. No, she had big ass tits. But, no, you know. That's pretty much the only attractive feature that yeah. she had. Apparently she goes. Hold on, let's stop right there. There is no <laughs> one in this room who's worthy of actually judging someone else's attractiveness <laughs> in a realistic sense. 
Maybe Robert. Robert's Ethan, a pretty come man. on. Ethan's gorgeous. You know. My boobs were bigger than hers, but that's about it. <laughs> so apparently, I, she came up to me and wanted to take a picture with me and everything, and I did, you know, the pose. But she gets on my left side, and it's like the whole thing with taking a picture with the Winter Soldier to me is the arm. Especially since I did a latex arm that would bend and everything, you know, and it was all one piece where everybody else's was, you know, like two or three different sep- you know, separate pieces. So I, you know, kind of did whatever pose I was doing, and she was had her arm around me and everything. And I guess because I didn't molest her, she was like, oh, this must be his first time. Yeah, as was he like, was walking away, like, I overheard her talking to, like, one of her buddies and saying, like, yeah, he did a good job, but you can tell it's his first time. Cause she, I mean, she had like one arm wrapped around me, and her leg was kind of up on mine, and you know, everything. And I was like, "All right, you know, I'm just doing my hero well, I'm, pose." I'm fascinated to know why she thought it was your first time. I don't know. Because I was, I mean, it was. Well, so no, I just, know. I mean, did you just stand there, or did you actually pose with her, like flex an arm, or no? I, I did. I, gun I, out. I did. I flexed the arm, and I had, you know, I had the other one like it was, you know, grabbing the gun. I couldn't get it out. The gun in time. The other, the yeah. one that was on my, I know. Right? But the problem was, <laughs> I couldn't get my gun out in time for. <laughs> Yeah, that's your problem all the Do-do-do. time. <laughs> but yeah, she no, had. But she wrapped her arm yeah, like possible. around your latex arm too, so she was like covering the, up the main part of the Winter Soldier costume. It was like now the it's whole. Just uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a couple of cables too, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder, cable Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> I'm sure a few people did that too. I always, saw a very always my, always my favorite part when you. you. When you pass by the cosplay, and you know it's like for me, if I pass by a cosplay from anime, I have no idea what it is. Right. Well, you know, a lot of times. But when you pass by that cosplay, and you know they're trying to do something in comics, and I have a fairly what wide breadth of knowledge of comics, is look like what <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> That's always good. Well, what I love is I I loved looking at all the different Winter Soldiers because there were so many different takes on trying to do the arm. Yeah, there were there were a couple of them that were really good where they did the gauntlet and they did you know they did it as a gauntlet and they did it as a shoulder piece and would leave the elbow where it was just basically a piece of t-shirt or something under it. But then there was one girl that had like duct tape as the arm, you know, like she wrapped yeah, her arm in duct tape or I something. At, I did the same thing walking yeah. Friday and Saturday. I looked at pretty much all of the the Winter Soldiers that passed by and really paid attention to the arm. There was one person who did what I had suggested and he he built it. It was like half moon pieces of metal right that were put onto a compression sleeve and and mold onto it i actually thought it, it looked pretty good the only problem with it is the star looked terrible because mm. it was too small yeah because it only fit on one but i thought See, i thought his actually looked pretty good because it was it was really bright too but he did um he did the uh the the comic right appearance right i than think I, I know which one you're talking about yeah, yeah. uh and, and matter of fact he was uh he was in line for the um he did the uh, did the costume. Contest, he did the right? costume contest. When you looked at his arm up close, you could see that there were there were problems with it. Like it kept sliding off his arm, and he had to keep putting it up. Um, but he had like a t-shirt just wrapped underneath it. Mm-hmm. And but I want to try to go back and do it and see if I can't do the metal. I've been thinking about it and doing the whole thing in metal. And I think if you do the elbow where it slides underneath. The, the other two pieces, you can actually do it where it'll bend and be a full metal. Yeah, I think you can do it if you use a compression sleeve and use an elbow an elbow pad and put the metal pieces right onto it. Yeah. And you probably attach it on the under part and then you just pose with it where it's not showing where those pieces are. Yeah. But well, at least that way you don't have to worry about it sliding out on you from your, from your shoulder. Well, that, that was my arm was sweating so much that the latex was starting to slide down. Cause it, it was pretty tight. Cause I the way I designed it was it was pretty tight against my skin. Matter of fact, at one point it was too tight because I could feel it digging in. But by the end of the night, where I was sweating, it was starting to come down. If I would have used uh, spirit gum, 
up on my shoulder, it would have stayed in place. Yeah, for I those think. who haven't been to San Diego, even though that air conditioner runs at full power, 75,000 people on a floor and make it quite warm. Oh, when you, Especially when you're in a latex arm, a full leather jacket, and you've got a mask on your face. I mean, there was a puddle in the bottom of my mask from where I'd been sweating so bad. Well, you, you were mentioning the costume contest as well. Like, how, how was your experience in doing that for the first time? Um, well, I've been up on stage and stuff. You know, I, I've back in the day, I, I'd done some model runway stuff and things like that. So porn. I, I porn, porn. <laughs> so anyway, Stallone did it. Do so porn on so the anyways, model runway? So yes. Porn-y? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it was a new thing they were trying. But that, that's my porn name. Yeah. Ram Cat, action. Catwalk, comma, sutra. Did you say ram action? <laughs> ram action. <laughs> that, that's what the R ram is. Ram action rain. <laughs> now I don't know whether to go with ram action rain or calling him a racist for the next seven or eight podcasts. Wow. Um, racist Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> I, I just lost my just train of thought. Just go with what your heart tells you. <laughs> I think we all lost it. What does your heart tell you? The costume contest, please. Oh, okay. The costume. Um, no, it, it felt natural, but the, you know, the one of the things they said to go up there is that, you know, be your character. You know, show the action of your character. Winter Soldier's pretty... And don't st- knock over the video screen. Yeah. Oh, shit. There were so many people that was... The, but Winter Soldier's pretty stoic. I mean, he you know, he doesn't really have any actions unless you're going to get up there and try to do some ninjutsu or something with it. I was a little disappointed you, just, you didn't you, do some you parkour. Off the mask and you cry, just like Captain America. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> You're my mission. <laughs> so when I got up there, you know, and they said make sure you turn around and stuff and show off all of your, you know, what all you've done. And I had where I'd modified the back of it, and had the knives, and had you know another gun or something. So I got up there and did my turn, and as I was turning, I noticed that the camera down to my left was the one that was showing up on the main screen. So instead of doing the final pose towards the judges and everything, which they normally do, I pulled my gun out and I aimed it right at the camera. So that way, on the big screen, you saw Winter Soldier looking down at the camera with his gun pointing at it. So I was like, that was one of the things that I caught that, you know, I think that if I hadn't had a presence on a stage like that before and done theater and things like that, I would have never thought of that. I'd gotten up there and gone, okay, uh, here's me, bye. You know, because I saw a bunch of people that would get up there and they just like run right off the stage. So it was just, I mean, it was cool to have that presence and, and, you know, to get back up on a stage again and be in a costume. But definitely props to uh, Shield Janitor. Shield Janitor. Uh, that was pretty cool. I was pretty... Shield that Janitor that, well, there's stories behind the oh, yeah. the steampunk Iron Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. But those are, those are for later. Well, I what I was surprised was the girl that did the Iron Man costume with the pop can tops. Yeah, mm-hmm. her, uh, her either her sister or her really good friend was actually standing next to us. Yeah, and that took her almost three years to do. Because not it's only just was thirteen it thirteen months, it took her thirteen months to do, and well, collecting all the stuff for right. it. Like she, she'd been working on that costume for something like two years. Because it wasn't like they glued them together. Or anything. No, they, they so took they were little. Cha- they, they were they were scale mail. Yeah, they they did it she as did chain scale mail as each one and did it as a chain mail piece. It was incredible. And it wasn't just you know they they had the different colors. That one was really had. good. The the doom that they had, where everything was made out of metal. Yeah, all metal work was awesome. And then the Deadpool with the, with the gun, the guy who won best prop. That thing was pretty cool. It was nice well, to see a Deadpool. Because I think that it was the gun that the gun that really. That's did what it was. It was. I mean, he won for best prop. Um, the steampunk Thor was pretty cool. Or no, was that an Iron Man? It was the Iron Man. The Iron it was, was Iron Man, but he looked like Thor. That was so, one of those. Steam, so which one's actually won uh, the competition? The the full competition win was steampunk Iron Man. No, he uh, was a, a, the one that won was Doom. Doom won it. Oh, um, Doom won the whole. Yeah. No, I thought I thought Doom got. Best in show, it was the best male. 
He and the Iron Man. Oh, got, well, yeah. yeah there's, there's I, there's I, I think Iron Man won best overall. Best woman was the janitor. Was the janitor. Shield mm-hmm. janitor. Best male was the Doom. Best prop was, was the Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool with and the, the kid. The kid. Guardians of the Galaxy won. Yeah, like well, they made like costume. a category. They grouped them all together. Yeah, yeah. It was basically best mom and dad who work for a special effects company. Outside of cosplaying, your experience. Um, we anything, talk- anything that surprised you? Anything that disappointed you? You know what? Anything that made Comic-Con, you do an Ethan and just go? Eh. Comic Con this year felt really weird to me. First of all, it seemed to just fly by. I felt like last I lost Friday. Yeah, I lost when for. Uh, preview night i felt like i didn't see a thing and it just like was completely gone in a blink but it was just you, you it was were just, really weird you're just putting on exclusives right for no 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 because i i know that on preview night most of the time if you're wearing a press badge a pro badge or an exhibitor badge you're not going to get any you're not going to get any of the exclusives yeah they won't sell them to okay uh and you usually have to wait till 10 30 at least 10 30 in the morning but the next you know thursday morning before you can get in line mm-hmm. but it just seemed to blow past Last year, I did more stuff that was off-site than I did this year. But and I spent and I even went to more panels last year. But this year, just it felt like I it just had flown by. Saturday, I knew it was going to be like that because of the cosplaying. But every other day in between, it just it was gone in a heartbeat. And for some reason, I kept staying at the Marvel booth, the Hasbro booth, the Mattel booth. And, and I'm usually, you know, I, I usually go past him like two or three times during the show, but I don't know. Just, you know, even the sideshow booth, I was there a couple times, but it just, this year just felt really awkward by the time I left. Like, it, it, everything felt rushed. Um, I didn't get through Artie's Alley until Sunday, and I still missed a lot mistake. of stuff in, in small press. But I think, uh, was it with you, Mikey, that we walked to Artist Alley and we just, like, couldn't move at all because everybody was there? Yeah, that yeah. was the last day. That was the first yeah. time I hit Artist Alley besides Saturday to get uh, David Peterson's mouse guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other yeah. than that, I, I didn't buy anything from Artist Alley this year, <gasps> which sucks. That's really but weird. Oh yeah, I mean I usually come home with like eleven to fourteen prints, but yeah. this Don't year I just got three prints from uh, Acme. I got so. you covered on those. Yeah, yeah but your, your three prints from Acme cost you as much as, much as the eleven to fourteen. Well, yeah, <laughs> from pretty style. much. But. So, but even going through the boots of death, I I only went through two of them, and you know, I didn't go through the big one like I normally do. I, I, I still walked away with twenty some trades, but you know I didn't go through as many as I had normally done. So, I don't know. This I kind of had the same feeling that you did when you left WonderCon this year. And it, it just felt weird. I'm, I'm, I was going to talk to you about this. I'm wondering if it's because we're doing so many cons now. If it's just that it's it's getting to be... Just like going you know, to I'll, I'll get to that. I, I, there's a lot in what you're saying. Because you had a lot of the same experience I did. So, I'll get to it. Uh, Mikey, do you like Comic-Con? It was better than last year because okay, we I went to. <laughs> but that's it. All right, no, we'll move on. Because you spent you spent Saturday pretty much just in a room, didn't you? Uh, in f- rooms? Friday, Saturday were pretty much panel days. I fr- right from the get go, so I was happy about that because last year I didn't spend really any time in any panels because I felt like I had to buy stuff. So I was happy to not buy stuff until the le- very last minute. But Wednesday and Thursday, like preview night. And Thursday, in the four-hour block, I wanted to get through all the trade boxes and all the booths of death. 
So I was done. Those that was of you good. don't know, our, our booths of death, there, there are two different types of booths that we hit. first one was what we originally call the booth of death. It's just, it's a corner booth, so it's like double size. And it's a super long table. And then there's two tables that jut off of it that make a reverse U. And it's covered in short boxes, long boxes that just have trades in them. And we've always called it Booth of Death because it usually kills our wallet. So many people so also. So many people and so many trades. Especially the last so day, many, Sundays. Yeah. And so there's another company yeah. that has a couple of booths that it's basically like an E. There'll be three prongs that come out that have uh, short boxes of trades on the top. Sometimes they're on the bottom too, which are hell to get through, which we kind of refuse to. Yeah. And then they have statues and toys and stuff above them. But those are the ones that we always call the Booth of Death because those are the ones that we spent a lot of time in to get through. I did. I did one of them on Wednesday after Mikey did, and it took forty-five minutes to an hour, that sort of thing. So that's, yeah, Beth, that's what Beth won't even it. stay with me now when I get hit one. Yeah, as soon as I walk into that, because you got to do the whole. Thing. If you don't do the whole thing, it's not worth it. But yeah. this year, I usually I stopped going to the boxes underneath. Almost everybody. The two of the three didn't have boxes underneath for that very reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, but this the one I went into. I ended up finding the one I the one I went into on Sunday. Dark, yeah, the one uh, I went into Sunday. The last day, almost everything that I found was on the bottom because yeah. nobody goes in the bottom. Right, and that's where I found I found like all the Doctor Who books that I was looking for on the bottom, and I found uh, a couple Star Wars ones that I've been looking for, and like some of the newer stuff that was down there too. Hmm. But I think what they do is sometimes with those is they'll they'll save those, yeah, and they'll bring them up. It's top. just restock. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's just restock. So. That, that kind of made it a little disheartening when I went to one booth and the whole table. It's a very large booth and it had all the long boxes sitting there. So you're going through it, and it's it's on both sides. Yep. And as you're going around, you're going through it. Then all of a sudden, you see on the bottom, under the tables, which are covered up with a cloth, you see the workers just going down there. They're grabbing all these new, mm-hmm. you know, books, and they're putting it up there. You're like yeah, that that one has the go through them all over again. Yeah, that one has the tablecloth. But all the E's, they're open. You can go down on them. But there's really no point in being by everybody's feet and legs. Yeah, and yeah, just getting in the way. Time. You have That's your backpack. It's year. such a Bitch. Getting stepped on? No, no, no. When <laughs> trust me, it came really close. I thought he was gonna break my hand. When you, Mikey, and I hit one of those bo- one of those big booths of death, when we're all three there and we're all looking through, we know kind of what each other's looking for and everything. And it's like, hey, did you want this one or do you think, hey, I, did you see this one or did you? And when, well, when we, I went over when you and Ethan were doing it, that was and especially with Ethan, not especially, but at least in a couple of cases. You'll pick something up and like, huh? Okay, is it? Do I want this? Do I not want this? <laughs> you know that sort of thing. Well, you, that, you did the same thing when you had the Guardians one. You had picked up the Guardians Volume Four, right? Which is contained in the just solicited uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Abnett and Landing Omni Volume Two. And I was like, don't don't buy that. There's no reason to buy it. It's going to be out in two months. So, but yeah, that and that's mm-hmm. one of the fun things is when we're all there and we're looking and it's like, do I want this? Do I not want this? Yeah, get it. Okay, I'll get it. Or you know, or you know, you already have that one. Or you know. It, Sometimes we'll, we'll figure out what's something we, we need or we've been talking about that we forgot about. Listen, it's so fractured. We haven't spent a lot of time. I talked about my Comic-Con experience last year where I spent three days alone. Right. I spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday pretty much by myself. I, I don't think I went through a single booth with any of you guys last year. But Well, you and I usually hit like four or five panels together, and we didn't hit any this year together. It was My, my panel list was much different than the rest of you guys. So, so is there anything interesting, any panels that you really enjoyed, Mikey? Uh, anything different? Anything that you did that you haven't kind of done anything like it before? Well, damn, there being a week in between. <laughs> I don't remember shit. Mikey got really drunk uh, every single night. He just stumbled into the hotel room like, hey, guys, caught, caught, and then he'd be out. He was out with all the parties. He was at the Zachary Levi party. And then, what, the, and then oh, tried to do Oh, Zachary no. Levi. Did anybody find out what the hell that guy actually did? 
He stole a lot of money. Well, besides that, no, he they got he had their sponsors like Sega of America and things so like that. So did he have Petco again? He had Petco. What a jackass! I walked by. I saw him. Did you punch him? No, it must oh. have been Friday because I think Amanda was with me. We were walking. Who did back you to text me and say should I punch? No, I said that. I was like, I walked by Zachary Levi and I didn't punch him. I'm oh, really that's right. That's what it myself. was. Because I like, I walked right by him. There was a group in front of me, and a woman said something like, "Congratulated him on something like his show or a new show or whatever the hell he's doing, right. or maybe just stealing money." And <laughs> like, I walked by him, and I just wanted to just like turn, just like scam artist. Yeah, see, let's play this way. This, these are Chris's opinions. They're not coming from anyone else. This right? Is, you, this you always defend him because he's white. It's amazing. That wow. Racist. What's that? Is he He's white. It's okay. He's a rich white guy, so... Yeah. Him, Hardwick... Well, obviously, um, he's not that rich because he had to get a whole bunch of money from other people so that he could throw Oh, no, no. That's Anyone that's making money seen, off of being a nerd, Chris has a problem. rich white guy? <laughs> they always use other people's money? Come on. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. So, Ethan, other than your... So far, you guys have made man. more of the, the, the racist comments than me. I just want that... I've about. never made a racist comment on this. Ever. Ever. It's, never. it's no. rubbed off because I'm sitting so close to you. It's rubbed off on Ram action rain. Ram action rain. Let's hope the ram action doesn't rub off on me, too. Oh, it ain't going to rub off on you. <laughs> That's my pro wrestler. It's going to pound you into, the, into submission. Oh, please make that your cosplay for next year. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> ram we got to admit. Does Rich team? just follow Ethan trying to pound him into the ground? <laughs> What what you do? Sounds like a knockoff GI Joe that you get. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He could dress you up in downtown LA because you've seen you've at the garment district. Right you pick it up at the, yeah. dollar, the dollar store GI Joe. The dollar store GI Joe Ram Action Rain. That's what I'm talking about. That could be his wrestling thing. He could dress up like a knockoff GI Joe. Wow. I want to see somebody cosplay at one of the. Like uh, we, went, we went to the <laughs> Japanese store in Northridge, like a little Japanese mart, and they had them. The the knockoff GI Joes we sent you pictures of Chris. Yes, oh god. The greatest detail on the faces. The great, you know that look. War is hell, and those men have captured a lot. Captured the horrors of war. Horror. Livio, uh, Livio Ramadali put up on uh, a post one day about a picture that, uh, like, he was down the garment district or somewhere and found like, it was like an Avengers pack and it had a bad Batman, a Wonder Woman. Spider-Man. That Spider-Man with like Venom. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was it, like Spider-Man with Venom's head. Right, and then there was a like Mr. That. Incredible. Or, or no, something. it didn't have a head. That's what the Spider-Man didn't have a head. Yeah, it's sealed in the package with with no head. So I like that because of diversity. It's <laughs> 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 oh, so subtle. It's so good. Oh, see, he can say that because he's Asian. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so Ethan, other so than it's true that you're Asian. <laughs> it's true that you're Asian. It is true. As long as we clear that up right now. Everyone should know I'm wearing a rice paddy hat. <laughs> for those that can't see the radio. Oh, they're headless. So oh, is this thing off? Okay. Oh, you two wands. Okay, Ethan, other than your, other than your nacho right. man. Two wands like you're right. Other than your Ethan costume. Ethan cosplayed it himself for three days. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty bad and costume. Oddly enough, that didn't crazy. get any pictures. Yeah, no one took any pictures of him. Uh, I think a lot of people cosplayed as themselves. But. Yeah. I didn't. I went as, hey, I don't work in a comic shop. <laughs> you went That's why I can't wear baseball hats anymore, because of The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. 
Thanks, Robert Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was, this, is, this is a throwback. We're going to stop right <laughs> Last year at WonderCon, Robert, myself, and Eric are sitting outside, and we're talking about who Asians can cosplay as and right. be accurate. And we came up with, it was like Glenn and Sunfire and Psylocke if you're a woman. And then Robert says, that's why we invented anime, so we have new people to cosplay as. Yeah. And it destroyed me all day. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. I think last year, I think it was the first time I met Robert at WonderCon last year. And when you guys were having that discussion about him being Glenn, Glenn, for the longest time, when I was thinking, oh, I should talk to Glenn. But when I was talking about <laughs> Robert, or should I, should I ask Glenn this? <laughs> I was like, wait. I yes, that's because this, you have So you're obsession. saying they all look the same? This is an yeah. example. So Ethan of has joined Rich in the racist brigade. You are not alone, brother. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm your brother. A minute ago, you didn't want me to rub up on you. Wow. <laughs> rub up on you. No, don't rub up on me. You're not alone, brother. I also hate all these people. I, uh, are they going to schedule a rally pretty soon after this? Or no. There's rubbing against each other. It's okay. I, I'm Hispanic in California. I only have Zorro. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have. You have Zorro? I have Zorro, the Spaniard who saves all I know the is poor Mexicans in the Pueblo. They can be Nova now. No, and there's Machete. Yeah. Machete. Well, well, wait a second. I'm Middle Eastern. What do I have? <laughs> You can dress up as Miss Marvel. Yeah, no. you can dress up as the bad guy, like three quarters of the movies. <laughs> Just out any there. generic, like henchman or something, yeah. Or the Iron Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> you have Osama bin Laden. Oh. No, he was the Iron Indian last week, wasn't it? Was it? I, I it was the Iron, Iron Indian. Indian, and then it was it was Hindu man. Hindu man. Yeah. No, there's an actual comic, the Iron Muslim, yeah. where it's Iron Man with a beard and a turban. <laughs> Is the turban made out of iron? <laughs> no, it isn't. Oh. That's what makes it great. The Avengers. <laughs> oh, the Avengers. That's a uh, Captain American Idol. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Where were those cosplays? You know, sometimes they pick up on the weirdest things, cosplayers, but they just left the Avengers alone. <laughs> Did it feel like there were less cosplayers on the floor this year? Yeah. I thought there were more. Um, to be honest, it's there was a lot. It's interesting because talking to people I know who cosplay, including Amanda, who was down with us, she says San Diego's not, they don't see it as a cosplay show because it's so big. And there's so much quote unquote amateur cosplay. The stuff that isn't, you know, it's kind of rushed or it's just someone that's, I just want to wear something. The things that I noticed in terms of cosplay as a a whole, because it's exploded in the last two years. Well, here's a cosplay. Just just in, here's a cosplay (laughs) is a worst show ever. Um, Once again, one thing I noticed that. There weren't as many Deadpool's. No, there yeah. weren't. Except for the, the guy on stage doing the mm. X Force version, the black and gray. Uh-huh. Where were you looking? Because I saw entire yeah. conga line of Deadpool's. Yeah. See, I didn't. One, I didn't see that. Two, that I would be cool I to see an entire see, conga yeah. line. I didn't there, see. It was yeah. <laughs> literally was. I would the love to see Deadpool conga line. See cosplayers at Comic Con is not in the hall, but in the walkway near yeah. all the entrances. Right. Yeah. The foyer is definitely the place to, to go it's back the, and forth. It's, got, it's easily got the best lighting. Right. As a photographer, that's the only place really. It's only one room that you can step back and take that. Picture that well, no, up on the concourse between the two halls. And upstairs, too. Upstairs. There's a lot right of that, there that, where registration that used is. to be for a, a couple of years ago. It started. That's where all the anime cosplayers would meet in that spot just before Ballroom 20, just before you get that open air section to go from the sales pavilion to I Ballroom 20. Right, where the escalator is? 
No, uh, where they have the signs. Pretty much, yeah, upstairs. yeah. Where, where, where you have all the big signs, you have that big open area. Yeah. If you go outside those doors, if you're headed towards the um, where the Ballroom sales. 20 is, the second, not where most of the panels are, but the higher number panels. There's a set, there's a spot in the front by Ballroom 20 that's pretty. It's it's almost like a lobby for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. There, the backside is really a lot of it too. Yeah. yeah so it, there, for a the lot of years, of that's where all the anime cosplayers would meet. I mean, you'd go up there around lunch, and there'd be thirty people there in really elaborate anime costumes. And this is five six years ago, years ago before cosplay exploded. Um, so I didn't. I I personally didn't see a lot of Deadpool's this year, which is odd. You know, the second thing was almost every cosplayer, every name cosplayer that I knew of. That whether I follow on Facebook or someone I know follows on Facebook, last year they either had booths together mm-hmm. or they were a part of an artist booth or a uh, 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 some sort of company. None of them, except for one, had any sort of booth presence within the floor at all. Well, Jessica mm-hmm. uh, Negri did it. She had, no, she, she was didn't. With, she was just walking the floor. She was walking the floor, and she was hired by one of the gaming companies to be at Petco Park, and she was hired by another gaming company to with another cosplayer to be at the Assassin's Creed. Right, Monica Lee through. was yeah. there and a couple But I'm others. saying in terms of on the floor having a booth, there were four or five or six different women last year. Right. Of course, it's always women who had some sort of booth presence. They were either attached to somebody else they were sharing the booth mm-hmm. with, whether it was another cosplayer or it was an artist or it was some sort of company or small press or what have you, this year none of them. Only right. one did. I saw I saw two. Was it there was Vampy and then there, I know we saw uh, Riddle. Riddle. Yeah, Riddle Riddle's the only one I saw. I never saw it. But when you look at their pages uh, now, so you see they were all Riddle, over the place. Because like Arabella watches there. here as a cosplay. So she got she actually met with Yaya this year and with uh Yaya had her boot selling her wares. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, but she was never. She never when, yeah, like, she when you look at page, they were all over the place. Uh, like Chloe Dykstra. They mentioned uh, Robert mentioned Vampy. She and right. another uh, cosplayer debuted a feminine version or fitted version of a stormtrooper costume. I saw four or five. Uh, of the yeah, women. well, that was that. That was a launch of an official piece that you could pick up. Right. And they modeled it, and they were wearing it all through either Saturday or Sunday or something like that. So that was it. Was a little different because you didn't see really anyone having. A place where this is where I'm I'm sitting and I'm letting people come to me. They were all walking the floor, or they were mm-hmm. attached to uh, like a few. Yeah, a few of the people that Jessica Negri knows were doing events with her. They were also well. Know, Negri does a really good. She's 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 done for Ubisoft. She's gone all around the world now with them. Yeah, doing Assassin's Creed. She's done Assassin's Creed. She's done other characters within it. And like yeah. yeah, she did she did one with them. Um, one of the other cosplayers at Petco at some event that was there for the entire day. Like well, and I know too, Monica so. Lee was at she she besides working the uh, the uh, Blizzard booth, she was also doing the uh, yes. Yeah, so I never made it the video game e- either area either, so I imagine some of them were there. So but it, yeah, it was just something to point out in terms of you know cosplay getting so big. Is a lot of people seem you know to what be I saw not wanting saw? to stay in the same place. I didn't see as many five hundred first this year. Yeah. And there were very, very, very few Slave Leia's, which you normally see a ton of. I think. Well, I think Slave Leia fell out of vogue. I think there's a lot of people trying different things now. I've seen. I've seen the first, a lot of the first few times Slave Leia and turning it into other things. You know, for going for so many years in a row, um, I've seen at the beginning seeing Stormtroopers was like, oh, it's so amazing. And it's four or five years ago where you're like, okay, you know, sort of. And one of the problems I have with Five O First is is there. Slaving themselves to screen accurate costumes makes mm-hmm. to me all the costumes look the same. I'd rather see something 
There's only so many costumes that you can do. Sure. Um, and there's very Especially little specific for the characters. Five yeah. I mean, Five at First, it, it limited itself to just, you know, you have you to have be the Empire. That sort of thing. So there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of imagination, ingenuity into it that mm-hmm. people, I think some of the guys are actually kind of pushing away from that to try and do that imaginary sort of thing. Like, what if a snowtrooper looked different? Or, right. you know, there's guys that are doing the, the Macquarie concept stormtrooper now uh, and that sort of thing. Of the, the Gendi, Tarkovsky. Yeah, that uh, too. Versions. Do you notice there were no R2 builders this year? Yeah, if I'm thinking, I, I didn't see I an R2. There were zero. Not even, even in look, you can't even get in a the concourse with that they, thing. You're not going to be able to get R2. Through. But even even in the concourse where they have all the fan, yeah. you know, the fan sites, yeah. fan it's, bits, it's it's a it's there a, a no. different it's a different beast than the others. We'll point that towards the end. Let me get to Robert here, who did one day, one one tornado, through, and still what managed was, to do more than half of us. Robert, exactly. seriously, oh the fuck you! You go to these cons, man, and it's just incredible all over the place. Well, it's like, I, you turn around, and Robert's like a ninja, and you just turn around, and he's like, hey, look, this is Scott Snyder and Bruce Tim, and look, Steven Spielberg's here. It's just, it's, it's He amazing. and Mikey have it down to a science. Well, I, I just make, I make a cheat sheet, and then I just make sure I just go down the cheat sheet. Yeah, but you just... Cheater! You, you find, you, you get some, some, there, there is some, uh, a little bit of what's luck. the word I'm looking for? Luck is, yeah, luck's a part of it. There's something, I, I don't know, there's, there's a word that's escaping me. Now, I will ask, did you get anybody to sign your yearbook? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I did. Um, got Fiona Staples yes. uh, to sign my yearbook. Yeah, see, no, nobody, nobody else I know got within 30 feet of Fiona Staples' book. Uh, Carlos booth. Fionda. Carlos Fionda's cool. He was really awesome. cool. He giggled the whole time. <laughs> so nice. Uh, Brandon Peterson signed your book, too? Yes, yes. Brandon, Brandon Peterson sweet. Did. Definitely did. It's crazy. He did. He did a great job. He uh, there's a there's a page where this this kid is like studying, and then Brandon Peterson just wrote porn, 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 porn <laughs> inside the kid's book. And then he signs That's awesome. He also seemed like I, I haven't. I've only seen you get your book signed a few times, but he seemed to be one of the few who actually got the joke of the book. Yes. Where everyone else just kind of signs their name, like, okay, I'm just signing a yearbook. Thank, uh, I, all right, but he yeah, there's a few like, in there that are amazing, including. Uh, the the forward thinking prognosticator who drew oh. <laughs> who drew uh, Falcon Gabo <laughs> Falcon with cap shield yes running Gabo. running as if he was returning it and cop <laughs> yo cop you forgot your shield <laughs> <laughs> and yet now yes yeah. oh that's not, oh, I I laugh for like forty five minutes Richard Starkings both have is Richard Starkings the the bird um, Which one is Richard no, Starkings? That's also Gabo. Richard oh wow! Starkings, uh, I think last time he he drew just one of his Elephant Man characters. In, in that's sweet. I love that. It's 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 fun. So did you you did the uh, the trivia one with Sebastian, right? Panel? I did. That was the one panel. The only. Oh, that's panel. the only panel you went. Okay. Did you do anything outside of the? Co- I know, like last year, you did a bunch of stuff outside. I wanted to, but I just stayed inside. Yeah, it's tough Air to. Conditioning. Yeah, that just, too. It was. It felt. It felt warmer this year than it had the last couple of years. Oh yeah, it did. Humidity, I, I think. Yeah, it was humid. It was well, humid the thing about it, Sunday, it was rain, and we had rain and thunder and lightning. A little bit, yeah. Which is very odd. I mean, there was a mm-hmm. lot more humidity this year, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely different. There you have it. That's the first half of our Comic-Con review show. Make sure you turn into episode 53 to find out what other trouble we got into while we were in San Diego this year. Ah!